Hi, welcome to Blindside Movie Reviews on Gardner Web University Radio, WGWG.org. Noel T. Manning II here, hanging out with the original blind movie critic, Jay Forey. Jay, hey buddy, how the heck are you, man? I'm doing pretty good. I uh, had a good uh, 4th of July. It's always nice to have an extra day off there and play with the fireworks and stuff like that. Absolutely. Always fun to be able to do that, especially when it happens on a weekend. You got to love it when it happens on a weekend. That's for sure, man. That is for well, sure. Well, I guess did it happen on a Monday, so I gave you an extra long weekend. So that's yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's exactly right. Well, you know, the weekend, uh, as far as the box office, Finding Dory has won uh, the, the weekend box office three consecutive weeks, which is really a difficult task in the summer for any film to do because there's so many things that come out there. But yeah, um, Finding Dory just continuing to find success. Now, you and I both last weekend, we gave our premonition about uh, Independence Day and just kind of the sluggishness of what was going to continue to happen with that. It's continued to die a very painful death. Um, you know, it's going to be lucky to make its budget back here in the U.S., uh, Independence Day resurgence. Uh, it's just continuing just to, to flounder. Now, worldwide, it's done okay, uh, the foreign market, and that's what they were going after. So it's one of these films that we'll look at it from a U.S. standpoint, and it's not, it, it, you know, it may not even make budget. But, uh, but overseas, you know, uh, a whole different story. And, um, you know, 20 years uh, 20 years ago, the overseas market was nothing like it is today, Jay. The overseas market now is all about uh, the spectacles and the spectacular aspects of what you can do. So 3D and special effects films are king in China and in Russia, and that's exactly where we're seeing success with Independence Day resurgence. And, and, and all the other thing about uh, doing stuff overseas, you even now see... Um, they making their movies here in America to, uh, that people in other countries will like. You'll see some Chinese or Koreans yep, yep, or yep. whatever to, or they will don't, or they don't want to insult right, somebody exactly, from another country. Exactly. So it's actually kind of funny when you look at it nowadays. Yeah, and actually, uh, China. I mentioned China. It's uh, Independence Day resurgence has almost made more money in China than it has in the U.S. And so. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's uh, definitely something to something to think about and uh, look about. Now, uh, last weekend there were uh, four films that debuted, uh, three of those in wide release, including uh, The Purge, Election Year, uh, big success for it last weekend, The Legend of Tarzan, also uh, exceeded expectations last weekend, and The BFG, which is the uh, Steven Spielberg film um, that uh, combines uh, live action and animation, and uh, you know, movie, $140 million budget on this. Uh, not, not doing great at the box office, Jay. Actually only opened at number four uh, last weekend, so uh, not exactly where they would have hoped uh, that to open. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it may not even make its money back here. We're going to have to see what it does in the overseas market. But let's hear your thoughts on uh, the BFG. And you're going to be surprised why what, what was wrong with this film. Um, it was the same, same I... Believe it or not, my screenings last week for Tarzan and the BFG were on the same night. Why they would do something like that is beyond me. So I, my wife and I went and saw it over the weekend. So we can talk about it this week anyway. Yeah, this is uh, uh, based on a children's book by Roll Dahl, if I'm saying that correctly. I'm usually not, but and you usually correct me if I <laughs> say it wrong. You know, I'll just let you. I'll let you go ahead and just say it wrong, and I'm just going to laugh at you. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, wrote the book in 
in actually uh, uh, two, in 1982, and uh, so that's that's why the book is written. And the book is about. Um, well, come to find out, I, my wife is a teacher. Said teachers and kids, I love this book over the last thirty years. When one of the teachers, you know, did a lot of reading to the kids. Anyway, it's about uh, a little girl named Sophie. Lives in London. She has a sleep sleeping problem, and this is in the in the movie because I didn't read the book, obviously. <laughs> and uh, so she has a sleeping problem. So she's awake at night in the orphanage, and she looks out the window and sees this. 24-foot giant sneaking around. Now, I kind of sneaking around in London is seems kind of ridiculous, but it's a kid's book, a kid's movie. Right, right. And so the, the giant grabs her, she don't know why, and takes her to giant country. I don't know where giant country is in London, <laughs> but that's where they go. Yeah. And uh, she, he takes them to the cave. Now, this is actually a really nice giant, a big, friendly giant played by Mark Rowland. If you remember, he was in uh, the the film, uh, ah, boy, what's the one with Steven Spielberg did, uh, the, friend, the spy, uh, the spy <laughs> movie just did a couple years Bridge, ago. Bridge of Spies? Bridge of Spies. All right, okay. Mark Rollins was in there. Right. And so Steven Spielberg fell in love with him and got him to do this, this film here as a big friendly giant. Now, the the whole thing is the little girl, uh, the, the giants, all the giants eat little kids at night, snatch them and eat them. Yes, that's what it's about. It's a kids movie, but uh, the big friendly giant does not want to eat the little girl. He's trying to save her. I'll let you decide. You know what, what you want. In the meantime, she wants to tell the the queen uh, that that uh, um, about these big giants, the mean ones. You know and gets BFG, the BFG, to help her out. Yeah, it sounds kind of corny, but that's what these kind of movies are. They're kids' movies. Uh, this film is really it's really sentimental, charming. It has some good lessons. Uh, okay, don't, not cooking lessons on how to eat kids, um, but it does have some <laughs> lessons on friendship. And the little girl, Ruby Barnhill is her name, is just absolutely fantastic. She's cute as a bug. Um, that's fantastic. The lady who writes this film, the screenplay, um, is, um, was it Melissa, uh, I forget her name, is it Melissa? Uh, Rylance, Melissa Rylance, yep. She's, uh, she actually, her and Steven Spielberg teamed up in 1983 to do E.T. And so uh, the problem is, this is no E.T. All the stuff I said is true, the biggest problem yeah, the story's a little thin, but this is why it's not going to do very good. It's almost two hours, and it drags okay. on, okay. and it's sluggish, and it, uh, and Steven Spielberg is the one that directed it. All he had to do was edit it down 20, wow. 30 minutes, wow. and it would have been a great film. My wife and I are going, when's this going to get over with? I really liked everything about it, besides being way too long. So I had to jump, drop it down to a C plus rating. Okay, yeah, uh, I, um, Melissa Matheson. I'm sorry, I, I gave you the wrong name on the, I, uh, yeah, the writer. I, I yeah, was, I thought okay, Melissa yeah, Matheson. Melissa yes. Matheson. Yeah, and yeah. The, and the uh, the books. Um, what, what's the guy's name who wrote the books? Jay, what's his name? No, no I think I'll parole dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's also the same guy that did the uh, wrote the books. The Fantastic Mr. Fox was based on Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Matilda and also James and the Giant Peach. Those are some of the movies that have been based on his books. 
as well as the movie from 1990 called The Witches uh, that Jim Henson uh, produced and uh, had a big part in as well. So, you know, many of his um, many of his books have been turned into into films. And so, uh, yeah, Mr. Dahl, as, as we will call him. What, exactly. what, what rating are you giving the uh, the BFG? I give it a C-plus rating. Once okay. again, I really liked everything about it. But like I said, there is such a thing as editing, and sometimes that's the thing about it. These kids' stories are usually very thin books, so right. they have to pad it. And truly, if, you're gonna have, if you have to pad it to two hours, it, it doesn't need it. An hour and a half would have been plenty long. Yeah, and I think this is probably the last film that we will see um, uh, Melissa Matheson's name as far as new material because she passed away back in November um, at the age of 65. And, um, but, uh, but yeah, I, so what, do you feel like it was the story, or do you think Spielberg just kind of dropped the ball on this one with, with it just kind of dragging? The music was absolutely fantastic. As you're watching, you're going, this is great. But I remember several scenes. I'm going, this scene is dragging on too long. A little girl and a giant skipping through the meadows is just not that my idea of fun, you know. Gotcha, and gotcha. It just had... You know what I'm saying? Sometimes yeah. stories yeah. are too thin to go. I mean, sometimes they're barely enough to go an hour and a half. Right, right. Let alone almost two hours. Right. Well, and another bit of trivia about Melissa, Melissa Matheson, who is the uh, screenwriter for the BFG. She was also married uh, to Harrison Ford for almost uh, 20 years, uh, from 83 to 2004. Actually, over over 20 years they were married. So uh, well, see, I didn't know that. Yeah, and well, they have uh, they have two children together, uh, Malcolm and Georgia. So a little bit of trivia there for you, Jay. Yeah. And I thought I knew everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jay's website is blindsidereviews.com. You can also find Jay on uh, Facebook. If you get a chance, check out Jay's Facebook page, uh, and you can check out the interview that uh, Jimmy Kimmel did with Jay a few years ago. It's uh, it's on there and available to watch. So I'd encourage you to do that as well. It's a lot of fun. All right, Jay, uh, next week, you have any thoughts, have any ideas, what you want to chat about? Yeah, there's a m- movie coming out called The Infiltrator. I think if, I'm, if I remember correctly, yeah, I want to do Ghostbusters, but we'll, uh, we'll do this next week. Okay, and so is The Infiltrator, isn't that the uh, sequel to The Pacifier with Vin Diesel? <laughs> That's the one, yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're just kidding with you. That's not the sequel to that. It's a true story, actually. It takes place <laughs> yeah. in the 80s. But. Yeah, 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 true story. Uh, we'll talk about that uh, next week on Blindside Movie Reviews. Until next time, I'm Noel Manning. That's Jay Forey reminding you to check out uh, Jay's Facebook profile and his website, blindsidereviews.com. Until next time, that is a wrap.